0: whether you're in North Carolina or South Carolina or anywhere else in the world, air the cat cave with Michael Davis to listen to your favorite Carolina Panthers podcast. Of course, I'm your guy, Michael Davis. And that guy is Ryan Frick. I forgot to change the little uh, intro when you uh, backed out on me a few weeks ago, but I backed out on you on last week. So bully ride, my co-host. how you doing?
1: Listen, man. So first of all, I love how you said it's your guy, Michael Davis. Like, Bully Ride doesn't rhyme with your guy. Like, that's not how I open my show, right? Secondly, yeah, I had the best show ever last week, and you weren't here. So that should say something about the way that the Cat Cave is going. Totally kidding. Glad to be here. Glad that we're back together here uh, for this show because there's some there's some stuff going on in Panther Nation uh, here in the Cat Cave. So uh, I'm excited to get into all of it.
0: I, I'm excited too, and Desmond Johnson, the producer of Tobacco Road Sports Radio, and the producer of the Keep Pound Podcast Network. He did a phenomenal job uh, subbing in for me. I've I've listened to that like three times already. Just listening to the back and forth as you guys talked about the defense kind kind of took away what uh, I want to talk about, but it's whatever. Uh, Listen, if you enjoy
1: I can't help it. That's what my nephew wanted me to talk about, so I'm like, all right, your wish is my command, because I'm sort of I'm sort of the genie of the cat cave, and it's not my fault. That you decided to, you know, go to the go to the pool instead of doing the, the show last week. Like, you know, you do you, bud, but we, we're going the show must go on, you know what I'm saying?
0: The show must go on, and something else that must go on is Desmond Johnson. You can catch him on the Believe in Panthers podcast, you can catch him hosting Embrace Debate and go listen to the Keep Pound Podcast Network on Spotify. You can find us on all audio streaming devices.
1: What a great and- plug, what a great segue. You're, oh. That's why you're, you're the professional of this show. I'm just here to to make noise. Good for you.
0: Exactly. So, <laughs> quote unquote, your best show was last week, really, without yeah, me.
1: Of course it was. I mean, because I had Desmond on the show. Desmond makes, Desmond's like Seth Rollins or AJ Styles. They can make anybody look like a million bucks.
0: Oh, I'm and you had, you had to go into that because if you're watching the video feed, both of us are wearing wrestling shirts because we host wrestling podcasts on Wednesday afternoons. You host tap outs and touchdowns. I host dropped the mic, and you know, we'll 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 talk, I'm sure, all about this past weekend's wrestling festivities, but some big noise was made last Friday, uh, just about a week ago almost, and it was that the Arizona Cardinals had released DeAndre Hopkins. And so, what kind of football podcast would we be? If we didn't at least ask the question, should the Carolina Panthers pursue, should they go after one DeAndre Hopkins? Now, Ryan, I feel some sort of way about this. I know we talked uh, the last time we were on the show and got really heated about the receiving room of the Carolina Panthers. But what do you think the Carolina Panthers should go add DeAndre Hopkins to the team?
1: Listen, your first question was what kind of show, what kind of football show would we be if we didn't pose the question should the Panthers go sign DeAndre Hopkins? The answer to that question is a great show because I don't think this, this question needs to be, needs to be posed. Uh, listen, the Panthers are going for a youth movement. Uh, obviously Christian McCaffrey is still relatively young, but they get rid of him last year. Miles Sanders is his, his second contract in the NFL. They bring him in uh, this season uh, to take over running back, which I'm sure we'll get into here shortly, but, the rest of the rest of this offense is an entire youth movement. I mean, yeah, Adam Thielen is a veteran, but you know he's he's a veteran in a sense that he needs to help teach the rest of the receiving room. Uh, you know, the, the proper way to carry themselves, kind of help help guide the way on running routes and building rapport with with Bryce Young. Uh, and then obviously you've got Hayden Hurst, which is although he hasn't been in the league that long, he played minor league baseball before he entered football, so he's still older on the team. But the rest the rest of this this offensive core. Is about youth and listen. It, it it pains me to say this about DeAndre Hopkins because he is a former Clemson Tiger, right? But he's still one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL. The problem is, is that he's getting older. We see what 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 ha- what has happened to Julio Jones late in his career. At one time, as far as especially from a fantasy football perspective, he was one of the most productive wide receivers in all the NFL. And over time, as you get older. Production goes down. Now we've seen some production go down, not much, but, but last year when he played with multiple quarterbacks in Arizona with, with the injury to, uh, to Kyler Murray, uh, he still was able to put up some production, but the asking price is going to be too much. He got new representation this week before he wasn't represented, represented by anybody. Um, so now he's got new representation to, to negotiate a contract. Um, and you know, it's, he's got those teams that he wants to go play for. Right. So, it's been clear that he he loved to play with Lamar Jackson. He would like to go play with with Patrick Holmes. Uh, the, 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 the most obvious names, right? So my best bet would be that he'd wind up in Baltimore where you'd have Hodel Beckham Jr. and DeAndre Hopkins on both sides of the ball, which would immediately make Baltimore, a, if not a Super Bowl contender, at least a, a playoff contender much more than they were last year, even if Lamar Jackson doesn't play a full season. So, to answer the question should the Panthers go out and sign DeAndre Hopkins it doesn't hurt to have one of the top 5 most talented wide receivers in the league on your roster but the Panthers and this is going to sound sort of arrogant from a Panthers perspective the Panthers don't need DeAndre Hopkins um they're again they're they're building yeah i i said it the Panthers are building on youth they've got they they went out and signed Adam Thielen they signed Hayden Hurst they've got the veteran leadership they need LaVisca Schnault and, and DJ Chark are, are young enough that they're, they're impressionable enough that if they can stay healthy, they can be contributors on this offense. Uh, give an opportunity to Terrace Marshall and Shy Smith, guys that have been around for a while that are low salary cap hits that are going to give you more than a year or two of elite wide receiver, uh, you know, play in the NFL. So sure. Adding, adding a guy that's as talented as DeAndre Hopkins would be great for any team in the NFL. But the Panthers don't need to go out and make this big splash. They made the big splash by giving up all they gave up, not only to get rid of Christian McCaffrey in last during last season, but then to go turn around and get Bryce Young and answer the, the, the biggest question they've had since the departure of Cam Newton in his prime um, and, and go after the quarterback position. So why why go out and do everything that you're doing to turn around and cripple your salary cap to sign a DeAndre Hopkins that might have two or three more years of elite wide receiver play in the NFL? Hey, come on, man. Do you... They don't. They don't need uh, to go sign DeAndre Hopkins. Are you done? Final? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Woo! You're lucky okay. This is a family show.
0: No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep it family oriented, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Also, keep this smart because this is supposed to be good Carolina Panther podcast content. And the fact that you would even say that the Carolina Panthers don't need DeAndre Hopkins who is still a top five wide receiver in the NFL, who has never had a good quarterback throw into him. Okay. What? Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Tell
1: me you didn't just say he never had a good quarterback throw him.
0: He never had a good quarterback throw into him. Okay, he also... Deshaun
1: Watson was a pro bowler. What are you talking about?
0: He also hasn't had a good stable front office. Okay? And you're telling me that the Andre Hopkins wants to compete for a Super Bowl. So... Yeah, he's going to go to the Chiefs, which are a Super Bowl contender, but you're going to the AFC. You're going to Buffalo, where they already have digs and they're just a regular season team, anyways. Are you going to the Chargers with Justin Herbert where those receivers can't stay healthy? All right. Why not? They can stay
1: healthy. He puts them on the field more.
0: So why would you not, if you're the Carolina Panthers who have the second most cap space in the NFL, who have a super weak division, who have an even weaker conference where all you have to go through is Philadelphia and the Cowboys. Like, why would you not pursue DeAndre Hopkins, put an elite wide receiver with your rookie quarterback, a veteran receiver who can play the slot and Adam Thielen but also gets hurt, and you have Jonathan Mingo, the rookie receiver, to learn from a guy like D-Hop and Adam Thielen? Okay, and you think like that receiver room with Shy Smith, Lavisca Chanel, you know Terrace Marshall. You think those guys are going to get the combination of what DeAndre Hopkins would do for your team alone? Like, First come of- on! Like, there's a there's a top five wide receiver on the free agent market. You have a rookie quarterback, and if that all of this front office is all they're talking about is. We're competing for a tile. We're competing for a tile. We believe we can go to the Super Bowl. Go get one of the best wide receivers in this game. Like I, I know, I went on the show a couple of weeks ago saying you don't need receivers. Why would you go after receivers? But DeAndre Hopkins was not a free agent. Come listen, on, listen, man. Listen,
1: listen. First and foremost, when before the before the, the the scandal with with Deshaun Watson, he was a top five quarterback in the NFL. You can you can argue you can argue until the till the cows come home. The reason why the, the Texans traded away DeAndre Hopkins and not Deshaun Watson was because they knew they had a future with Deshaun Watson. They had just signed not quite a historical contract, but they had just signed a huge money contract the year before Deshaun Watson decided he didn't want to be in Houston anymore, and then obviously everything came after that. Deshaun Watson was a Pro Bowl quarterback. So and then Kyla Murray, although he's small in stature. Uh, played at a Pro Bowl level, Pro Bowl level until until his injury. Like he's not like to call guys like now. now listen, I'm not a fan of Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to last long in the NFL. But to say that he's that he's not talented is is an insult to Kyler Murray. And to say that Deshaun Watson prior to the allegations of of, of misconduct uh, was was not a good quarterback is an insult to both of those guys and a complete disservice to what they what they've done stat wise and, and on the field. Uh, for those teams. Now, Deshaun Watson's not the same quarterback, at least he wasn't in Cleveland last year. Kyler Murray, we don't know what it's going to look like after off, off an ACL injury. But DeAndre Hopkins had stud quarterbacks playing for him. No, it wasn't Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees, but he had stud quarterbacks throwing the ball. Last year, even last year, and I don't have the stats right in front of me, but last year playing with multiple quarterbacks, he still put up almost 1,000 yards, if not over 1,000 yards last year. Um, but DeAndre Hopkins is 30 years old wide receivers start to decline right at 30 31 years old. You talked about the Carolina Panthers have the second second biggest cap space in the NFL. So you want to close that gap by signing a wide receiver that might give you two or three elite years left in the NFL. He can be a excuse me, he can be a productive wide receiver. But the DeAndre Hopkins that was Pro Bowl all-pro when he was in Houston is is not going to be the DeAndre Hopkins you get here. Now, granted you know, you talked about all these guys that can shy Smith and all these guys put up the production. Well, if they had a decent quarterback, they might have been able to. We don't know. Because for the last three years, you had Teddy Bridgewater, you had Sam Darnold, you had Baker Mayfield, you had PJ Walker playing quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. You can't, you don't know what kind of wide receivers you have when you don't have a good enough quarterback throwing them the, throwing them the ball. So with Bryce Young comes in, he can show that all these guys have talent enough to not only make an NFL roster, but to be productive in the NFL. No, you don't need to go and just kill your cat's face for the sake of saying, "Oh yeah, I signed, I signed DeAndre Hopkins to the roster." Granted, yeah, he played, he played school at Clemson, uh, you know, two hours from Charlotte. Okay, fine. I'm sure there are a lot of Panthers fans. In the okay, that now would love it him makes
0: sense. It makes sense. You're, oh no, you're it doesn't. So much of a no. Homer. It doesn't. No, listen. listen you're so much listen, of a homer. You don't want DeAndre Hopkins. Listen, listen. Think, I, okay, think about it. I'm not saying you sign Hopkins to a five-year, hundred million-dollar deal.
1: All no, let's, you go, gotta let's, do, two, let's sign him for two years and $75 million. That, that makes sense.
0: All you got to do is sign him to Come one on. or two years. You have the cap space that's just going to sit there and go to waste if you don't sign anybody this year. Like, you don't get to roll it over into next year. All you got to do is go sign him, somebody who can elevate your rookie quarterback when you all have a legitimate chance to contend in the NFC. That's maybe the, the NFC, piece. DeAndre Hopkins... Is the
1: piece? Maybe they're saving some of that cap space for contract extensions for some of the players they have. Uh, maybe they're looking to, to to make some splashes to sign some guys to help add depth to the defense that was already one of the best defenses in the league last year.
0: But You know um, what wasn't good? Their offense.
1: Their receivers and it had, again. It wasn't the. the it's you're going to settle <laughs> on the fact that it was the receivers. If they had a decent quarterback, then they're not worried. You're not worried about the receivers playing bad. You're, again, you are not going to get – you can be – Randy Moss is a prime example. What what kind of stats did Randy Moss put up in Oakland for the Raiders? What kind of – what kind he put up really, really good numbers in Minnesota. But you know what he did when he went and played for a quarterback like Tom Brady? He broke the single-season record for touchdown catches in a season. He was an all-pro, the best – the first guy to ever have a 100 rating on Madden. Is what Randy Moss did with a quarterback like like Tom Brady? I am not in no Brady. way he did
0: that. He did That's
1: that in his thirties. The I, same I, thing I, you're knocking DeAndre Hopkins but, for. But I'm also saying, but at the same in the same breath, I'm not comparing Tom Brady to Bryce Young. I'm not saying that DeAndre Hopkins is going to come in and put up those kind of numbers with a rookie quarterback, but a rookie quarterback with a young receiving core and veterans like like uh, Adam Thielen and Hayden Hurst helping to lead that offense, helping to, to reassure and be that safety blanket for Bryce Young, you don't know what you have at wide receiver until you have a quarterback to throw. Deion Branch didn't do anything when he left New England. Plenty of receivers were great in New England and did nothing when they left. I mean, you know, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, guys, you would not know their names had they not played in New England. But when they did, they were they were perennial playoff Contenders that were playoff Super Bowl contenders with these guys. Uh, but again, if you put if during that time, if you put uh Julian Edelman with the Houston Texans, nobody knows who he is. You put him with the Jacksonville Jaguars, you don't know who Julian Edelman is. Wes Welker, like so, so you you keep wanting to dwell on the fact that the receivers were so bad last year. So they need to go sign DeAndre Hopkins. They signed the veteran receiver they wanted to go sign. They signed Adam Thielen. There's no need to go spend a fortune. For what what p- quite possibly be the the most declining years for DeAndre Hopkins with a rookie quarterback that's going to have to build a rapport with him, uh, I just it's 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 unnecessary. And and I love you, Michael, but you're off base on this one. Man, you don't the Panthers don't need to go sign DeAndre Hopkins. They're fine with what they have on offense. They don't need to go waste all that money when that money can be better spent on guys that they need to, that they need to extend or guys that they need to add depth to the team because of injury issues uh, that we've seen in the past.
0: You're, you're just trying to hold on to the fact that you like love this receiver room and you know you think this is going to work and everything. When you have, you legit have the answer right there. Why are you not at least picking up the phone? And maybe DeAndre Hopkins, is like, I don't want to go to Carolina, I want to go play. For I wouldn't the want to Eagles go to Carolina either, Bills. but you're at least picking up the phone and saying, Hey, we have a rookie quarterback. Yes, we know, but look at this team. Look at the division or the clear-cut favorites in this NFC South. And then all you have to do is maybe beat Philadelphia or Dallas in the playoffs. Listen, that, that's wanna, a, or San Fran.
1: You want to see my impression of DeAndre Hopkins with Carolina Coles? Hello? all oh, Panthers? Thanks. Have a good day. That's what I'm doing if I'm DeAndre Hopkins and the Carolina Panthers calls.
0: Well, the question wasn't should DeAndre Hopkins sign with the Panthers. It's should the Panthers go for DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's to. a clear-cut.
1: Yes, they, they don't do. need to. No, oh don't. my
0: gosh. Come on. We we, uh, we, 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 we got to move away from this Clemson guy. So you can actually talk good about a player because we got the Panthers <laughs> news wire here on the cat cave and Hay and Hearst is out of OTAs with hernia surgery. And you know, I'm, I know you love talking about your game cock. So I had to fit this one in. Uh, what do you think about Hay and Hearst's surgery? Do you, Make too much of him missing OTAs. No concerns.
1: Uh, Hayden Hurst is—I like I said—Hayden Hurst is up there in age too. I, I made a mention of it earlier. He played minor league baseball before he got into college football, so he's an older player as it is. Uh, hernia surgery, uh, general recovery is two weeks. Uh, the the more heavy lifting and 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 the the more strenuous workouts that you can do is a four to six week recovery. It's May thirty first. It's four to six weeks from now. He'll be ready for fall camp. You don't need OTAs. How many? How many veterans? Skip out on, on OTAs and the voluntary the voluntary practices and all that stuff. Hayden, I, there's no there's no need to be concerned. There's no reason to even bring it up because Hayden Hurst will be fine. He'll be a Pro Bowl tight end next year for the Panthers. Uh and and he'll be he'll be ready for fall camp, and that's all that matters. You heard it here first. Hayden Hurst will be a Pro Bowl tight end.
0: Well, if this was Friday, that would be out of pocket, but that that that's uh, another matter for another day. Call me what Orange week.
1: Cassidy. Call me Orange Casty because that's completely hands in pocket. That is not out of pocket. That is a totally hands in pocket take. Call, you know, me, Orange, call me Freshly Squeezed, baby. Let's go.
0: I, I love that we're two wrestling guys on Carolina Panther Podcast, and like maybe two other people got that, including Dez, our producer. But everybody else is like, what did he just say? Uh, But uh, usually I'd agree with you. The only thing I would push back on if I was, I don't usually make a big deal about veterans missing OTAs, but you do have a rookie quarterback, and it helps to get that chemistry going. But I'm not going to knock a guy for having hernia surgery in the off Get the that
1: Panthers, taken care of. Aren't the Panthers starting Andy Dalton though? are they? Don't, are they? No, continuing to say that Andy Dalton's are They're not
0: starting Andy Dalton.
1: That's what they're. That's not what they're saying though.
0: They're not starting Andy Dalton.
1: That's not what they're saying. Andy Dalton's the starter.
0: Dude, week one. If Bryce Young is not on the field for the Carolina Panthers I, listen, as a starting quarterback, this, this I'm, not I'm only you a, one state, I'm but both states going to erupt in I'm
1: tr- I'm trolling you at this point. I don't believe that that, that Andy Dalton's going to be the starter, but I just, I wanted to throw it in there because you said it's a, it's a rookie quarterback he can be getting reps with. He's getting, the Andy Dalton's still getting starting reps, number one reps, even though last week uh, he was, that Bryce Young was was practicing behind the first team offensive line. It's, it's, it's the running joke. Oh yeah. Andy Dalton's going to be the week one starter. He'll be fine. But no, again, not worried about it. Aiden Hurst, he's going to come in. He's going to fit the system. He's going to be the security blanket that that Bryce Young needs. And he will be a pro bowler. Call that an in-pocket take because, because it's going to happen. I'm speaking into, into existence.
0: Well, you're speaking into existence of your Homerism showing loud and proud right there. Hayden uh, Hurst being a, Pro Bowl's high. Hey, if he does, then that probably means the Panthers are doing good. Bryce Young has his security blanket. But you know what? If the Panthers did side DeAndre Hopkins, guess who's not getting a Pro Bowl slot? All right. Have but a good guess, night, everybody. Hey, DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins would be a Pro Bowl receiver in Carolina. Just saying, as if the Pro Bowl matters uh, right now. We we have a mute
1: point on that one.
0: Pro Bowl hasn't mattered in years. Uh, so it's, it's just, pretty- it's
1: just a, a badge that you can put on your jersey. That's all it is.
0: Yeah, and on a Hall of Fame career resume that apparently matters more than
1: how, But how game. can he be a, how can he be a Hall of Fame wide receiver when he didn't have a quarterback throwing him the ball for most of his career?
0: Because he's that good. He didn't need a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing him the ball. He didn't have a Hall of Fame qu- quarterback throwing him the ball. But that but that's a good,
1: He had really good to great quarterbacks throwing him the ball. Oh my gosh. Deshaun, I don't mean to go back. Let me to go back a subject, but you're wrong on this. And I, I would I would argue anybody listening or watching this show to go in the comments and tell Michael Davis, no, you're dumb. DeAndre Hopkins had good quarterbacks throwing him the ball. Bully Ryan is completely right on this take. You're out of pocket, sir. You're out of pocket.
0: Well, why do you think DeAndre Hopkins wants to go play for a better quarterback and start listing the quarterbacks he'd much rather play with, who's, like, actually not, more motivated?
1: Would you not want to go play with Patrick Mahomes who just won a second Super Bowl? Yeah. Would you not want to go play with Lamar Jackson who just signed a big money contract who on the other side of the field is is Odell Beckham Jr.?
0: Well, Lamar did, never throws the ball anyway, so it doesn't well, matter on that one.
1: When, you, when you've got two Pro Bowl-style wide receivers in OBJ and DeAndre Hopkins, maybe he throws it a little more. Maybe Maybe he can get the ball deep and get the ball in the hands of some big body receivers because, unfortunately, Hollywood Brown isn't DeAndre Hopkins.
0: I can't believe you're talking all this trash about D. Hop being over the age of thirty, and you're going to bring up Odell Beckham who hasn't played in like three years.
1: Two, and... he won a Super Bowl two years ago.
0: Okay, cool. As what option? The third, fourth option?
1: He was the in number LA. one on that
0: team. He was not the He's number two. Is the, the, yeah, okay, okay. the number two? Okay, okay.
1: Number two by Cooper Cup.
0: Yeah. Good grief! I would, t- I would, t- i take D-hop all right, over all right Charlie Cup.
1: Brown. Jeez,
0: I'd, I'd take D. Hop over Cooper Cup, but that- that's. That's neither here nor there. We'll 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 debate that on another time. But Carolina Panthers also had some news come out about uh, Chuba Hubbard potentially being the short yardage back because there's no uh, power runner, so to speak, on the Carolina Panthers. And Chuba Hubbard stands at the entirely tall, six foot one, two hundred ten pounds. Like I can talk, uh, so to speak. But you know, I'm almost the same height as Ryan on the uh, screen right here, so. I'll 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 take that much.
1: You're, you're taller than me in real life. I can assure you that.
0: I don't know, man. I'm I'm pr- I'm pretty short in stature, but uh, maybe Bryce Young can see over me. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. But with it being no power runner and Hoover being rumored to be the short yardage back, do you think he fits that role of being like, hey, if it's third and one, fourth and one, you're going to hand the ball off to Chuba?
1: I don't know if anybody on this team fits that role. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders got signed, but he's he's not that type of bruising back. I, I think Chuba Hubbard could be that guy with the right the right workout program, the right off season, building some bulk in those legs. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure they have anybody. I'm not sure there's anybody on the market out there that can be that bruising back. You're not going to go sign Zeke Elliott, as much as I would love to see them re-sign Mike Davis. Mike Davis is is. I'm not sure if he's still on the practice squad or, or still under contract with the Ravens or not. But again, I, I just I just spent 20 minutes talking about how the Panthers offense is built on, on youth and Mike Davis is up there in age at this point. So I'm not sure if there is a bruising back on the Panthers roster, if there's anybody out there uh in 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 free agency that you go pick up. I, I I can tell you I wouldn't mind them going out and if they had if they had beaten the clock, go out and try to sign Abram Smith. The XFL's leading running back last year. Um, granted, he he got hurt late in the season, but when you're not going to serve as as the number one back, like he was a bruiser, he broke through the line, he broke out big runs. Um, it, it'd be a nice compliment, compliment to to Miles Sanders, but yeah, I listen. It's sort of that that the the question we had a few weeks ago about who's going to be the the kick return, the punt return guy in Carolina. Now with the kick return rules being different, that's a different situation now. But um you know you wonder who's going to step up and be the return guy you wonder who's going to step up and be the power back guy maybe Chuba Hubbard is the guy i i that's going to be one of those things that time will tell like we know we know the starting receivers we know who's going to be the number 1 running back we know who's going to start at quarterback but at this point like line up a tight end at 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 fullback and just let him just bruise it through the line put do do like old school bears with William the refrigerator Perry also a Clemson tiger and put a defensive lineman back there and just let him bruise through the line like if if you don't have the talent on, on on the team to do what you can as, as a regular offense, you learn to improvise. You learn to get those short yards when you need it. So I'm not saying to put Brian Burns at, at fullback and push him through the line, but you got to do what you got to do. I your, Answer your question. Chuba is not the guy, but I don't think they have a guy on the, on the roster to be able to do it at, right now.
0: So if they don't have a guy on the roster right now, you look to the free agency pool with – having the second most cap space in the NFL, and if you don't want to go get your guy D-Hop from the Clemson Tigers because you're still hurting about them actually being a better football team than South Carolina.
1: Okay, let's move on here. Then
0: maybe you would rather have a guy who legit all he did last year for Dallas was those third and two, fourth and one runs and go get Ezekiel Elliott because he's still on the market. He hasn't had the legs. He hasn't had the explosiveness. But if you're telling me Zeke can be your third running back option and, you know, bring him in third and fourth down, get you a couple yards. I'm taking that if I'm Carolina over Hubbard.
1: I'm gonna surprise you. I'm not gonna disagree with you that Zeke would be a good third option on this offense. I am gonna disagree that he expects third, third running back money. I don't care that he got paid well in Dallas, and I don't care that he got it. A- a buyout when he when he was released, whatever the case is. Zeke is not the same running back. That's, that's like saying Trent Richardson deserved another chance when he, was, when he was out of the NFL. Like, his legs are gone. I would rather see Adrian Peterson sign with the Panthers for one year to be a bruising back because he's already said that he didn't think his NFL career was over. And Adrian Peterson's a bigger body back than Zeke Elliott. I would prefer to see Adrian Peterson sign a one-year deal and be your goal line back. Than I would see Ezekiel Elliott. And that's, the, that's, that's just the, the truth to it.
0: Are you saying that to be facetious right now?
1: Not at all. I'm a hundred percent serious. I would prefer Adrian Peterson. I would this I would prefer Steven Jackson at this point in his age. I would prefer Barry Sanders at his age over I would over preferring Ezekiel Elliott. I want nothing to do with Ezekiel Elliott. Nothing whatsoever. Probably a nice guy, whatever. His, he's, he doesn't have it anymore. Let him go play in the USFL if he wants to keep playing football. He doesn't have it to play in the NFL. Last year was a proof of that. Tony Pollard, a guy from a – I don't even know where Tony Pollard went to college. It couldn't have been – it wasn't at Ohio State. It wasn't at Michigan. But he got beat up. Okay, Memphis. Okay, so he he still plays in what, Conference USA or the USA, whatever whatever the conference that Memphis plays in. Um, Ezekiel Elliott played at Ohio State. And Tony Pollard outplayed, outperformed, outproduced in every – Facet of football last year, Zeke Elliott. I want nothing to do with Zeke Elliott on this team at all. Wait,
0: would you Would you accept a guy who last year alone had twelve touchdowns, over eight hundred yards, and he averaged three point eight yards a carry?
1: Oh, a whopping three point eight yards a carry. That that'll that'll put some butts in the seats, as Tony Shavani famously once said. Yeah, it's hard, still hard pass.
0: Still hard I mean, pass was, on 12 he was, touchdowns. It was at
1: a he was in a, a, a he was in a carry split at best. He was in a It was in a running back by committee at best in Dallas last year. And he was Wait. the worst. He was a he was a worse running back last year than, than Tony Powell. This would be a running
0: back per committee on Carolina, too. Miles or, Sanders got or, Miles or, Sanders
1: is to be the starter. What are you talking about, running back? Would you Miles take, Sanders is the clear cut starter.
0: Yeah. Elliot bring in as your third down back. That's all I'm saying. He's not your starter. But would you rather sure. have somebody who, in 2020, had 625 yards and five touchdowns?
1: Who do you play for? Was that what the year in Tennessee or the year in Detroit?
0: That was Chuba Hubbard. Okay, that's Chuba Hubbard.
1: So that was that was two years ago. Again, who else? Was, I mean, again, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, was Chuba Hubbard was still in college that year. Or was that his rookie rookie season?
0: Because let me pull no, up. I'm asking,
1: some bad- I'm asking, was that his rookie season or was that his final year? Because we're we're going past that was his time. final year in college. Okay, that was his final. Uh.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know what he had last year in Carolina? 466 yards, two touchdowns.
1: So Deontay Foreman took over that running back room once Christian McCaffrey was gone. Christian McCaffrey was the leading back for the first part of the season. Again, I'm not arguing that Chuba Hubbard's not the guy. I I started this segment by telling you. That Chuba Hubbard isn't the guy, but I don't think there's a guy on the roster that can be that third down back, and I don't think there's anybody in free agency that Carolina can sign that can be that miracle third down back. I mean, it's not like they can go sign sign a, a, a Derrick Henry. It's not that like they can go sign. I'm trying to think. Insert insert heavy back here. Like I just I don't. There's and nobody there. Go
0: sign a number one option. But they could go sign a number. A number three, three
1: number four option. Okay, so yeah. you're gonna you're gonna go sign a number three option, just to play like two down, like two, three downs a game to play third and fourth down. Carries. When
0: third and fourth down are some of the most critical plays that you'll play in an NFL game. Absolutely, those right, can win go. or lose you games, Ryan.
1: I'm gonna invite myself on out of pocket, and I want like a ten minute segment where we're just going through and who would you rather pick, Ezekiel Elliott or Player B? And just go through like like fire them off. What plays? What players would you rather have than Ezekiel? What players would you rather have than DeAndre Hopkins? Because I think that'd be good. I think that'd be a good podcast. I think I think that'd be that'd be a good a good uh, a good debate for us on one of your shows. So, Let's
0: do so it. I need, I need some it. summer content, but we are out of time on the Cat Cave. So come back to the Cat Cave next week. You want to be sure to subscribe to the Pac- Tobacco Road Sports Radio YouTube channel, where there is Alpaca Michael Davis live, where there's drop the mic wrestling. Uh, we have tap outs and touchdowns that you can search up on Spotify and all those platforms with your guy, Bully Rye. But I, I'm, I'm I'm the man, Michael Davis. You, 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 to be the man, you got to be the man. That's and good. this has been the uh, Cat Cave. So exit the Cat Cave until next week. Listen to more content by Michael and Ryan on Tobacco Road Sports Radio's YouTube channel and more Carolina-centric podcasts on the Keep Pound Podcast Network powered by Fan First Sports Network. We will see you guys next week.